But I can't give her no money Ooh, Throw it back like a pro bitch yeah. Pop that pussy like a faux bitch yeah. Get that bag, middle fingers up to a broke bitch Like club guard say, throw that ass Poke it out I ain't gay, but I let a bitch eat me out Yeah, bad bitch and my bitches too Take all these niggas money, what we fins to do Then leave, then leave Get that bread, get that head, then leave Then leave then leave, get that bread, get that head, then leave, yeah. peace yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, head down, ass up, when I hit that toss, give it to my partner, he gon' flip that. Club Godzilla, ain't nobody triller, pull up in the building, that's probably where your bitch at. Yeah, every time she eat the dick, I sit back, then when you ask about it, she be lying. Hey, if you a broke bitch, be quiet. Uh, uh, nah, I can't give her nothing. I can't give her nothing. Nope. If she got good head, I buy a water burger, but I can't give her no money. Yeah. I, club guard, I hang with strippers. My homegirl, she bring me bitches. Yeah. She want the D, cause I'm swinging Bentley in that banger with me. Like club oh, no. say, throw that ass, poke mm. it out. I ain't gay, mm. but I mm. let a bitch eat mm. me mm. out. Yeah, mm. bad bitch, and my mm. bitches too. Take all mm. these niggas' mm. money, what we fins mm. to do, then leave. Then leave, get that bread, get that head, then leave, then leave, bitch, then leave, get that bread, get that head, then leave, peace out. What's going on, my friends? Welcome to the Male Reasoning Podcast. I'm your host, James, and I'm with my co-host, Patrick. Patrick, how are you doing today? James, um, I'm doing well, sir. How how are you doing? How's everything going in your neck of the woods? Uh, can't complain. Uh, everything's going all right. Um, it's kind of like a bleak, dreary day, but uh, everything's okay. Okay, that's that's good to hear. Um, so since the last time we were here, you know, the last podcast kind of dipped out, had to go get a tr- uh, a cut first time in a year. Um, that was mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. you know, you know, like I said, he's going to think it's one of three things got arrested, got deported, or I was dead. Yeah. He was like, bro, you <laughs> think <laughs> Wait, is that, wait, that's exactly what he's saying. Exact word. He's like, yo, you think I said, no, boss, I'm just doing something different, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. But this is the funny thing. So I've been bald, shaving my head now for a year. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's interesting. I have a few friends that, you know, already did it way before I did. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, like, you'll ask people for, yo, you know, not do's and don'ts, but, like, what work, what doesn't work, you know, any advice, you know. Like, if you have experience in the field, it's like, you know, like, it's like, yo, what can I do to avoid them same pitfalls? True. And it's funny because not everybody willing to share that. So it's funny because I went to the barber and he's like, oh, what have you been using? Rah, rah, rah. Like, we started talking about it. He's like, nah, you can't use that. You need to use this. You need to do that. You need to do this. And he's like, yo, you need to get one of these clippers because this is like designed for, you know, black people and black people here. And he mm. like showed it to me. He gave me the brand, looked it up, ordered it, got it the next day. Mm. He's like, yeah, just let your hair grow out a little bit and then use it. So that way the skin can heal and everything can work how it's supposed to work and all that. And I'm just like, all right, but I'm just like, it's crazy because like no 
two people's hair is the same. True. So it's like, yeah, I could have used the advice from, you know, a couple of people I know that are shaving their head, but it's like, what if what works for them don't work for me? It's like, why didn't I go to the person that had been using, you know, clippers on my head and could tell me like, yo, do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that. It's just like, I just felt like, bro, I wasted time when I could have and should have like, you know, hit him up and been in the chair, getting a trim, even though I've saved a lot of money by not going for the year. When I say a lot, sir, I would be there, say say every three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And it's 52 weeks in a year. Mm-hmm. So that 17, seven, every, it's like 17 times for the year I'd be there, mm. right? Mm. Times that by the amount he's charging, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is around about 35 to 40, and then you got to think you give him a tip, rah, rah, rah. Mm-hmm. That's $780. Just did the math. True. Quick. I just saved literally, because only thing I paid this year for a trim was 55 when I just went. I just saved... $725 this year alone just by doing it myself. Mm. I'm mm. just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, but sometimes on the flip side of that, it's like, you know, you can't really put a price on how it makes you feel, you know? See, but that's the thing. Like, the lineup of the the, the, the beard and all that type mm-hmm, of stuff mm-hmm. is just like, he, because of his experience to do it, he could do it quick, quick, two twos and it's done and it's it's lined up perfectly in a sense because you know everybody's perfect is different true and you know i was just like all right cool like i left out and i was just like okay he kind of like used a straight edge shaver uh blade on it and then he like you know shaped it up and stuff and i left out feeling like yo this this is a move like this is nice mm. I might go back again next month. I don't know. Hey, this is, it's the straight, what's it called? Like the straight, the like old school razor, right? Yeah, that's what he used. Yeah. But this is the thing. He used something that had like the shaving gel or whatever he used mm-hmm. had weed in it. Like it's infused with weed to help like with hair growth and all that other type of stuff. And I was just like, yo. Why you got to be the stereotypical like Jamaican? Like why do they? Why? I, I don't know, bro. No, I don't it's know. It's natural. It's natural. He's like, yo, it's natural thing, you know, infused with some weed and everything there. And, and it's crazy to me because it's like, because he know I'm Jamaican, he probably like, yeah, you, you're smoked though. It's exactly. just like, bro, I don't even smoke. Exactly. But I don't got no issue with people that smoke. It's just, That's just I don't not do your, that. It's just not yeah. your thing. Yeah, it's just not for me. But then it's like, came home, chilling, playing some video games after that. I was like, pop this champagne. So pop some champagne, made a little mo- mo- mojito and just, you know, not mojito, uh, mimosa, shit. Made some mimosas and just, bro, I woke up the next morning, no hangover, no nothing. I was like, bro, I feel nice and I don't have the side effects. I see why these chicks be drinking this. <laughs> this thing is lit. Yeah, yeah, man. You might have to, might have to change the bar from rum to champagne. I mean, <laughs> hey, it's a, it's a new year. I mean, champagne. I mean, what you call it? Rum still has to be a staple thing. You of know course, what I mean? It's one of, of those course. things. It's like, you know, I feel like depend on the region of the world you come from. Like, say for example, certain men they'll drink like scotch and and um, bourbon or whatever, whatever. Yeah, whiskey. You know. And then I feel like if you're, I think if it's like you're like an English person or from like the somewhere connected to the Caribbean, you're going to drink rum, you know? Yeah, it's just different. Because you don't really find too, too many people like who drink rum. And if you find, if you ask them what they drink, it's like some generic, like some real premium rum, you know? Yeah. Of course, it's, it's it's crazy, just based off the the region you're from, like you said, because here a lot of people they drink Hennessy and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know Ciroc and Goose and all that, but it's like 
you get a nice rum on the rocks and you chilling like chilling. Yeah, it's just different. But I've I haven't drank anything. Well, the last time I I I'm trying to figure out the right English word. <laughs> drank drunk have drunk drunk drunk. drunk. Last time I last time I drunk. No, but then it's, it sounds like have drunk or. Man, last time I had a drink, <laughs> man, you know, we in the English class, babe. Y'all know what I mean. Last time I had something to drink, right? Last time I had something to drink, it was um, Thanksgiving, right? Okay. Went by my boy, Thanksgiving, and, like, you know, this dude, he fancy. Like, him and his whole family, they, you know, they're on a different level. So they had... And it's the first time I had it too. I'm not gonna lie. Uh Johnny Walker. Hey, that's, yeah. That's a staple right there. If you're from the Caribbean, you know about the Johnny. Exactly. But this one is the blue label. This one's like the that's top premium. Yeah. I was like, yo, how much two hundred dollars a bottle? Exactly. And so then they had like three bottles, right? I was like, hey, oh, okay. For you doing math, that's six hundred dollars. Dollars. I was like, dang, okay. And so and the then, bottles ain't big. You know, I'm trying to say, hey man, I'm I'm uh you know, I'm not really trying to drink. So he, you know, he's like, Man, fuck all that. This is John this is Johnny Walker Blue Label. You gonna fucking drink. I was like, Whoa. So, so what so what you're saying is <laughs> this year, 2020, you were peer pressured into drinking against your will no, by no. your friends. Nah, I mean not peer pressure. I wouldn't say that. Like I had him drink. So, so re- repeat what he said. He was like, "Come on, man, you got a drink, man. You got you." Nah, got that's not what you just said. Like, if we rewind the tape, it was like, "This is Johnny. You gonna drink this?" Like, you know, it was a little, little more oomph on his voice. Yeah, when it, was he said a, that. it was a little more oomph. It was more like, "Yeah," he was like, "Come on, man." Blah 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 blah. So I was like, man, like, you know, the whole family was there. Everybody was there and everything. It was like, yeah. So you felt peer pressured by not, the surroundings you were in. peer pressure. I was just like, well, you know, I have, because here's the thing. It's like one of those things where I'm, it's not that I told myself I'm not going to drink anymore, but it's just like, you know, when you haven't had a drink and then you just, you just don't have a drink and then you're just not having a drink and you're just like, okay, look, you just keep it going. And I was like, yeah, it's Thanksgiving. I'm around friends. Well, why not? Right. But I'm just going to have like one glass or whatever or two, right. You know, whatever. Or three or four. No, no, no. I said like two, two and out. Right. You know, three cops, but two, I'm just going to keep it at two. And so then here's the thing. Me, you know, I felt kind of basic because I took out a plastic cup and I was going to pour in a plastic cup. And then oh, he was like, no. yo, are you crazy? You going to have Johnny Walker blue label in a plastic cup? Come on, man. You got to get a glass. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, I'm thinking, I mean, I'm What's just trying, wrong to, with this? Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to save from having to wash an extra item, whatever, whatever. It's like, nah. That's that's disrespectful to the Johnny. I was like, all right, all right, I got you. That joint was smooth though; it really was. It was like I took like a glass of that, boom! It was just real smooth. I was like, all right, I'm good until the next year, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I'm good until the next year. But here's a funny thing, because I, for the last like few days, I've been on like a strict, strict diet, like a strict diet. I'm I'm probably gonna be on it for like the next week or so, and then okay. it's like a cleanse. And then along with the cleanse, you gotta eat like a certain type of way. It's, I mean, it feels good, but it's brutal in the sense that like now is the time. That, you know, it's like winter time. You want to eat certain things. You want to indulge, and it's like you're not indulging. Yeah. And this is the time when everyone say, "Oh, hey, you want some cake? You want some this? You want some that?" But I've been holding firm, which is it feels good though. And that's the thing; it actually it feels very good to be disciplined. I mean, once you set certain things for yourself, it feels good. And I think to myself, like it's different than having a like okay. Let's say we're going we're gonna to talk about it. It's like, let's say you were part of a religion, right? 
and this is no disrespect to anybody's religion, but like if you're part of a religion and it's like, okay, you're not allowed to eat pork or you're not allowed to eat shrimp or lobster or whatever, it's different because it's like you technically didn't make that decision for yourself. It was like, these are the rules to be a part of this thing, whatever, whatever. And if you're born into something, you didn't have a choice anyway, because it's like, this is what you were born into. And it was like, you just can't do this. But like, if you get older and you decide to make a decision for yourself, it feels so much better because you made that decision. So if you tell yourself like, all right, for example, you, nobody told you, you can't bun no weed. You can't smoke. You can't do Nobody told you that. That's just your personal decision. So if somebody offered to you or whatever, like, here's the funny thing. If you decide to smoke one day, like, that's up to you, and you're not going to feel no way because that's just your thing. You could try it one day, be like, eh, that's cool. Might try it again next year, but I'm all right. Like, you can do that, and that's fine. And it's like, it's just it feels good when you set those boundaries for yourself instead of somebody else setting the boundaries for you. Definitely, definitely. And it's funny you say that because I have, you know, considered or contemplated, you know, you know, lighting it up here and there, but just never, never like appealed to me. So mm-hmm. it's like at any point I could change my mind and be like, all right, well, you know, reach our level now. So going to start once on weed and thing because i look at i look at it like uh little duval mm. like his story is before he hit i think it was 40 he didn't hit no kind of weed mm. but after he hit 40 he been chiefing down the place <laughs> and i can see something like that happening to me where it's like i'm not gonna hit nothing till i get to a certain age but after that buddy, yeah. after that it's gonna be on and popping you know what? I, and it's funny because I feel like, to be honest, I feel like, and I don't know about if other people feel like that, but sometimes I felt that way where you look at life and it's like you don't think to yourself, all right, what am I going to be doing? Like, how am I going to be living at age 53? How am I going to be living at age 44, 45? How am I going to live at 62? Like, you don't even think that way. It's like, it just seems so far away. And it kind of is in some sense, but it's still like in your mind is like, like nobody thinks about that. Like, all right, when I'm, when I'm 50, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. Because I think for some men, honestly speaking, I think life goes until, and I'm going to be honest, I think a lot of men, they picture, you know, you get out of college, you get a job, blah, blah, blah. You're working. You're trying to work your way up. You're trying to do whatever you're trying to do or trying to start a business or whatever you're trying to do. Right. And then you think, I'm going to get a wife. This is like the traditional path. I'm going to get a wife and then I'm going to have kids. And then you can't really ever think past that. Then I'm going to help raise a family. And then that's it. That's literally how most men think. And I really feel like I'm not saying that they're wrong for that because that's how society kind of trains you. It's like after that point, you after you got married and you have your kid, then the whole life is supposed to be dedicated towards like raising them or whatever or taking care of your family. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with that and that you're not supposed to do that. But I feel like you forget about what you as an individual man want to do, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's like you you, you don't think past a certain point, and in doing that, it kind of pigeonholes you to a feeling of unknown. You don't know what that next step is. You don't know what to do. You don't know, like, okay, after we have kids and we're married and we do that, then what, like? It's no guide. Again, there's no guide to it. It's no right or wrong way of how you're supposed to live and how you're supposed to do stuff. It's just, you know, it's just crazy. Mm. But it makes you think, too. It's like, do you think that that's why a lot of the marriages don't work is because it's like, like, you think it's supposed to go this way. But in a way, you start to feel like, dang. Like, my life is over. It's I mean, on both parties, maybe, like, with the woman, she's like, dang, I can't hang out with my friends no more. I can't be doing this. I can't be doing that. And then the guy is like, man, I always got to be home. I got to, you know, I mean, 
I got to be around kids. Now, it, it, it's so funny. It's like you got to start watching Kitty. Your whole Every, everything, everything changes. Kids. And you know? that I don't like because you got to look at it. It's like can't watch certain violent shows no more. Can't do certain stuff you want to do no more because everything now has to be kid appropriate. And it just like I don't think people are usually ready for that when mm. it happens. And that's why you see for certain people, they have kids. And then like when the kids come to school, there are certain kids that are like, yo, did you see that movie last night that was on TV? And it'd be some real <laughs> wild adult movie in terms of the violence of it. And then they're telling your kid and they're like, oh, let's Google it. And then they start Googling. And then it's like, you're trying to shield your kid from it. And guess what? Now, your kid is seeing something that you didn't anticipate him seeing. Now he coming home having nightmares and he's scared to tell you why, because he was watching something he shouldn't have been watching. Like mm. it, it's crazy out here. Dang. It's like, I don't know. I think it's, it's funny because I think in this society that's coming up and this whole new generation, I don't think, I think this is the first generation where the past generation can't really give you that much insight and information on what to do in raising kids because it's t in one time yes. times have changed but yeah exactly times have changed because for example who's going to tell you how to um deal with if your kids is dealing with like cyber bullying or uh you know I mean, we, all right, for us, we might look at that as like, what is cyberbullying? This is dumb. Because we, we didn't grow up when the internet. Exactly. Was like, so to us, it's like, okay, you got 100, 200 people saying shit about you online. Just so turn what? off the right? computer. Like, it's not turn that it big off. You know what I'm saying? Just log off of Instagram, right? But for them who grew up in that world, you can't tell them that that is their world. So it's like, you can't go to like, you know, say like your parents and say, all right, I'm trying to, I'm dealing with this with my kid or, or somebody else who's like 20, 30 years older than you. They're going to have the same type of feeling you have. They're going to be like, what? You know? So it's like, I feel like this new generation is going to be totally different. Like it's going to be like, this is like uncharted territory going forward with a lot of things in life. Definitely. Dating. Cause for example, 20, 30 years ago, somebody was going on a date. You had to actually physically, everything was, you met the woman in a grocery store or maybe at a bar or something or say like, you know, like your friend or your brother or sister told me like, you know, knows that I'm single and they hooked me up with somebody like that's how these things would go. Right. Yeah. So but now it's like you go online and you swipe left and you do all of these things. So I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I know a, a young lady that mentioned to me the other day, man, I, I can't wait for the world to just go back to normal because the situation we're in now is, you know, very weird because it's no more meeting in person. Everything is online, especially because of, you know, COVID and stuff. It's mm -hmm. just like, bro, like what? Like, when are we going to go back to like you see somebody and you can speak to them and like. All that stuff is kind of deaded right now, which is mm. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I saw something. I was I was seeing something that um it was this guy was talking about that, and he was saying how this time has made everybody appreciate interactions because yep. now you'll have a talk with somebody, and when you is it, it's funny when you talk to people now. I feel like people are more open to conversation just to talk about anything, just to really like talk about their life because it's, it's a time where, especially if someone who's like living alone or you're not around that many people or you're not getting to interact with people on a, on a social level like that is no, you know, you feel like blocked off and you don't get, and that's, that's bad. Like I, I think about like just the next couple of years after that, imagine if we're dealing with this for like another year, year and a half. It's like, whoa, like, how is that going to cycle? It just hit me. Like, how is that going to psychologically affect us and everyone? Just, you know, and it's not even just like a one group of people are dealing with it. It's like the entire world is dealing with it. Yeah, but the problem with that is some of us are dealing with it better than others. Mm -hmm. So that's the next thing you got to look at. Like, 
for some people, it's like, yeah, everything is cool, everything is good, but for some, it's like, bruh, I don't know, man, like, it's, it's, it's really crazy. Yeah, and then one thing that's really, like, on my mind is the traveling part, you know? It's like... Bruh. Tell me about it. I'm distraught. <laughs> Yo, somebody can't go nowhere. Yeah, somebody can't told, do nothing. Uh, somebody told me I feel about, like I'm in jail. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah, somebody told me about how, for example, Mexico. I heard, yep, yep. I heard that, like it was the one place that you could go, and I was seeing everybody going there. And now everybody said, I was in Tulum. Yeah. I was seeing everybody in Tulum like and I'm the type of person if I don't know if I see somebody going if I see like 15 people putting up pictures that this is where they're going it's like I don't want to go here until like two years from now like I don't want to go. Is- but this is the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the only place open. So you have to go. Like, <laughs> you want to leave this? You want to leave this? Guess what? You're going to have to go. It's crazy. Man. You, you know what I realized? Like, Africa might be the new move. Because I don't see nothing popping off of Africa. You know? Nobody talking about that. Mm. Like, I might have to try to figure out one of these little islands, you know? Madeira or what's that pl- other place called? I feel like we're just giving um, away places right now. People don't know about that. Um, Eritrea, yeah. you know, off the coast, of, off the coast of um, Ethiopia, yeah, or, like right around that area. Then there's there's another place. Um, this place called Zanzibar Island off the, right, off the coast right. of Tanzania. You know, I, I, don't, I don't think we need to keep giving out no It's one you 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 didn't say, and I'm not going to mention it because exactly. that's 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 one I know about personally. Mm. I know people from there, mm. so I'm like I'm waiting to go there, but I'm just not gonna, you know, I'm not going to loud it up. All right, good, good, good. Check my gram; you'll see it in a couple of years. Exactly. We we got to keep some things a secret, you know. Yeah, you got to keep so because next thing you, and that's the thing I hate sometimes when there's like a popular celebrity and they go somewhere and it's somewhere that you knew and it's on the list. And you're like, damn, now, you know, everybody's going to be trying to go here now, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. That's why you got to do it before, man. You gotta just if you do, wait, guess what? Yeah. You gotta wait, just, it's going to be too late. You got to just do it. You got to just do it. That's, I feel like if anything, this whole year is taught, it's just, you got to just, if you see an opportunity, you got to just take the opportunity because you just don't know Facts. when you're going to get it again. I have definitely learned that because, you know, you know, because you always think, oh, tomorrow, or I'll, I'll do that next in a couple of months. It's like, nah, man, you got the money. Book it, go. <laughs> you know, just go. To, man. You can't can't keep waiting because it's it's not gonna be worth it after mm-hmm. that, man. Because it's like, look at it now. Like, all right, it's like this is a good example. Like, you see how, for example, um, you know, you went overseas, you went to Europe, you went to, you know, Actually. and it's like it's weird because you went and that's. A, a stamp in time that you could always go back to and remember, and like even if somebody yeah. goes after that. Oh yeah, remember, remember on my trip when I went right before the world closed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like that's legit how I remember my trip. Is like, oh yeah, I went on that trip right before the world closed. <laughs> like, and it's like a timestamp that when you tell anybody, do you remember when the world closed? I could be like, yep, I sure do. Because you went right before that. Because here's the funny thing. Like, what if in the next, like, couple years, it's, it's like, like, people have gotten so used to, like, the mask wearing and all that stuff that it stays a thing. Like, I think it should. Because in Asia, it's been a thing. Like, if you have a cold or the flu or something like that, you wear the mask to protect not only yourself, but the people around you. But they always be... I mean, not to. It just seems like they're don't, always telling. don't do it. Okay. <laughs> see now, <laughs> see now, I kind of gotta say because it's gonna make it sound like I was about to say something real, real crazy. So now I gotta wow. say it to kind of like. So should I say it or not say it? 
I just blew up my own spot now. <laughs> you setting off grenades in your living room. That's on you, buddy. <laughs> Yo, I'm just saying it just seems like over there, it's like it just seems like they're like sick a lot. You know, like a lot of people get sick. And I've heard it from experience from friends who've lived over there. They just say, like, yeah, it's like a place where you just see, like, pharmacies on every corner. Like, people always have a cold. People always got, like, some sort of, like, you know, runny nose. and Some type of cold or something like that, you know? Yeah, but it's a lot of people over there. So the videos you see is showing you half the time the video you might see might not ever be the same person twice, bro. Damn. Because there's so many people. They got a, a, a good amount of people over there. Mm. Yeah, that's true. They got a lot. And <laughs> it's like, I don't know, but I don't think I want this on this side of the world. I, that's not the, that's, but I feel like that's their culture, though. Like, you know? They got almost 1.5 billion people. That's a lot of people. In China alone. We're not talking Asia. We're not talking everywhere. This is just That's China. China. Yeah. Well, you can't even see videos in China like that. Nah. So. I want to go over there, though. I want to go. I want to check over there out. I want to check over there out. I remember I was, like, looking at this video for this one city. I feel like we're just giving plugs for all these cities. For, in, in according to Google, uh -huh. population of Asia, which is, you know, all of them, all the, all the places... 4.5 billion. So you see a video, you're not seeing the same person twice, bro. That's over half the world, right in just that one continent area. Like, because there's you're supposed not. to be 7 billion people in the world, and 4 billion are just right over there. That's crazy. China got 1.4, India have 1.3, and then the lowest in that. Asia region, according to this, is Burundi that has 437,000, mm. which is 0.97%. Mm. Wow. <sighs> man, yo, the world's a Crazy. big place, man. The world's a big place. Like, the world's a big place. I, I, I was talking to my brother about this. Because we were talking about how even the United States is, like, so huge in the sense. I remember I was watching, this was, like, years ago, when, you know, when all those European teams come over to play. Um, what's that thing called? It's like the it's like a preseason type of game, right? right. And there was these guys. I think it was a, it was Man, Manchester United. And they were, it was their communications team. They're talking and they were like, wow, like, because they had just played in like DC and now they were, they were all the way in LA. And they were like, wow, we took a five hour flight and we're still in the same country. That's crazy. And I thought about it, I was like, yo, that's, that's so true. Because if you're in England, right, and you take a five hour flight, that is like, you're all the way in like, you just passed like three countries, you know? And, in America, it's all in what is it's so big and you feel like you're in a different if you're in the South, it has a whole different style, flavor and everything as compared to if you're out on the West Coast or if you're in the Northeast or, you know, it's just everywhere is just different. It's like many countries within one country. It's just like, I don't know, but it just inspired me to man. travel. And, and all of that stuff. I was going to say eat different foods, but I know you're not going to do that. Hey, what's for everybody isn't for everybody, bro. That's true. I'm starting to understand. Just because it's for you don't mean it's for me, bro. I, I, I'm starting to understand it. I feel like of lately I've been starting to grasp that, that, you know, some things are just for you and it's not going to be for the other person, but that's okay. And I think I'm learning tolerance, you know? <laughs> Uh-oh. Will 2021 see a new new and improved James? Yeah, I feel so. I really I feel like it's starting already. Like, you know what's starting to happen? I feel like I'm starting to just and people are people are probably gonna say, you, you might even say it too. People might say, yo, that's what you been should have been doing, right? That was just so incorrect English. Wow. That's what you been should have been doing. Wow. Um <laughs> but People are going to say that, but sometimes you just, I don't know, you're late to the party, but at least you're in the party, you know? 
Better be. You better say be. that. You say that, but what if you late to the party and the party's over? Because no, no, that has happened to you a couple of times. <laughs> you are showing up at your time, thinking the party's going to wait for you, <laughs> then you miss the whole party. Yeah, but you know. Nah, the party's still going on. That's the thing with life. Once you have life, the party's still going on. You know? One can only hope. Yeah, you know, once once you have... Well, that's actually not even true either. Because you can't really be late to the part. Like, life is a whole party, but, like, if you miss certain things, you just miss certain things. Dang, that's... I don't want to get into that, because that's, that's kind of deep, and then that's going to get all depressing, because, like... That's like the true fact. Like when you hit some like true facts of certain things, you're like, damn, that's like whatever. But um, yeah, I feel I feel like this year has really taught me about just you just gotta focus on yourself, man. You can't even be worried about what other people are doing. Like it's so and it's so easy. You should never you should never watch anybody else. I know, but I mean, I feel like it's so easy in the world that we're in to to do that to be focused on what somebody else is doing. You know? Right. It's, it's so easy to do that, but I don't know. I kind of learned that. I kind of learned that just like. What'd you learn exactly? Go ahead, share, share with the people what happened. Oh, no, it's not a specific situation, but it's just, I guess it's a bunch of mini situations. And you just learn to just like, you know, like you ever been in a situation where you realize that how you, like how you would treat somebody is not how you realize that's not how they would treat you. And you realize that you're like, wow. Like, you know, so then you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so when you'd made that decision to just focus on you, how did it, how did it work out for you? I mean, it's good. It's, I feel like, because, well, it's kind of weird to be honest. I feel like I'm talking a lot about myself, but I don't know. Usually I don't like to do that, but it's whatever, you know, whatever. Um, I, how can I put it? I feel like I'm a type of person that I'm like an all involved type of person. Right. So it's like, like I care about other people. I'm literally one of the nicest people that you would know. I care about people. I really do. You know? So I think that how can I put it? Like, I think that because I care about people, I'm very like involved in what, you know, what other people got going on and everything like that. But I think I'm starting to step back from that and make whatever someone tells me about what's going on in their life or whatever they're doing or whatever. If I approve or disapprove, just like, all right, whatever, you know, and just leave it like that. Got you, got you. Question, yeah. random question, mm-hmm. random question. Um, what are your views on the bike lanes? I know mm. where you are. I don't. I don't know if you see them a lot, but here in the city, it's it's a thing. Yeah, a lot of bike lanes going up. What What is your view on bike lanes? I mean, to be honest. Yeah, you know, we got to be fair, you know, because sometimes, you know, you one one person might have a car, another person has a bike. So, you know, the bike lane, you know, just just the only thing is just you're in the bike lane, the car stay in the car lane, the bike stay in the bike lane, you know, just everybody just stay in their lane. It's okay. I, I approve of that, you know, because other otherwise otherwise you would just have chaos you would have what a lot of times you see bikers do they're just like they're on a bike and they're like cutting in and out and i'm like bro you can't be doing that you know what i do hate is when i see bikers not stay in the lane and they're just weaving in and out of traffic and i'm like you're just creating an unsafe environment for yourself you know Right, right. I feel right. like the bikers should watch out for the cars and the cars should watch out for the bikers. You know? Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. What did you think about that? Um, I think whose side are you on? I I'm well I'm driving now, so you know. I I think because I'm from Jamaica mm-hmm. and I'm from a place where you're taught that a car 
will hit you. <laughs> it's a bit different, so I'm more cautious on the road. Whereas what I've heard here is like they we have to ride away. We're the pedestrians and blah blah blah. But I'm like, but what if he doesn't stop after he hits you? He never gets caught, goes on, continues to live his life, but I am dead, paralyzed, broken bones, like because of a right of way that I felt I was owed. Yeah. My thing is, what if he's distracted and he ain't even see you? It's quicker and easier for you on a bike or on a on a on foot to get out the way of a car than it is for the car to stop. So I just don't really be understanding. Yeah, I, you see, the thing is, I look at it like I see two ways of that. Because number one, like say for example, in in like Jamaica, everyone knows. Like you, you'll see like kids walking on the street. You'll see like kids. They'll just and but they'll know they have. It's weird. It's like they have the sense to know that okay, there's a car coming. Like let me wait for this car to go. Before I, you know, before I start walking, you know, like the kids, they will have sense. But I feel like over here, it's, I don't know what the word, the entitlement, it is that entitlement. Because I even think to myself, like, how do you, like, how do you just know? Like, why, how would I feel so secure in myself to just step out into the road and I see a car, he driving fast. And you'll see people, they'll, they got their headphones on, they're listening to a Christina Aguilera or whoever they're listening to, and they're just sauntering across the thing, and it's like, yo, the the crosswalk thing is saying there's only four seconds left. It's probably gonna take you and your fat self thirty seconds to get over there. <laughs> you're take it's for you know you're not gonna make it over there in four seconds, but it's still like you know the cars are going, and it's just like, nope, you know, I know you're not gonna hit me, like. And it's like, but what? I, it's the same thing you said. It's like, but what if that person does? Like, I would always think to myself, it's like, I don't know. And this is what I was taught as a kid. You don't know what the next man is going to do, right? So you have to just, you have to plan for yourself. You don't know what the next person's doing. But it's over here. It's like, I don't know. And then you see people get surprised. Like, oh, my God. Like, he almost hit me. I'm like, yeah. I'm not saying it's like, oh, sure. but it's like, uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he did almost hit you. Like, you know, you got to, you got to. And if you tell people that they got to move better, then I don't it's know. A, it's an issue. It's like, yeah, but he's not supposed to be doing. It's like, yeah, but yeah, of course. But yes, he's not supposed to. But he did. Because that's the thing people don't understand. It's like, yes. Quote unquote, according to the law, you're in the right. But that doesn't mean that everybody's going to do the right thing. It's like you just think that everyone's going to do the right thing. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I guess they feel entitled. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> but that's the, that's the world, man. I, and, I'm, and that's why I'm saying I'm just, I'm just tolerating, you know. I'm becoming more tolerant. I'm just understanding. It's just like that. Just like that type of mentality. I'm starting to realize that you just can't change people. You can't force somebody to see it your way. You can't. Like, because imagine if I think that way, like, oh, the cars owe me. Like, they they are supposed to stop. And yes, they are. But I'm just like, yeah, it's on them. And then you're trying to tell me, like, no, it's on you to just be more vigilant. And I'm like, no, but the thing, you're not going to change my mind, right? And I'm right. just realizing that. And I realized that, all right, based on somebody's upbringing and their, the way they were raised, they're going to see it that way. And me, based on how I was raised, I'm going to see it another way. My circumstances, my environment, I'm going to see it a whole another way. And I just guess it's, it's something that you just learn. Like, oh, okay, well, you know, there's just people that think that way. I don't think that way. Okay, whatever. Because that's the only that's the only thing you can change. You can only focus on changing yourself. That's it. You know? Um, it's, it's, it's a thing where once you focus on self... Mm -hmm everything else is easier because you have people that um holiday times come around and it's like big family get together and then guess what happens mm -hmm. all that energy 
negativity gets sparked out. Oh, but you said this and you did this and there's a big argument. And then like, I, I really don't understand how people be, be doing that. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again, say that again, say it again. Like you'll have, um, like if, a, if you have a big family or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like the holidays, you'll have where when everybody kind of comes around and gets together, then there's an issue and a fight off of something somebody said mm-hmm. or something somebody did. And mind you, it's a holiday, so it's supposed to be a positive time. Mm-hmm. But it's not because now we're arguing over what someone said and did instead of focusing on, you know, the stuff that should be focused on. But you know what? I think I think that's good, though. Right. I think that's good in a sense, because here's the thing. It reminds me of something I was watching. I was watching the um, the uh, it was the football behind the scenes documentary. Um, I forgot what it, it was called, but about the Spurs, Tottenham Spurs, right? And Jose Mourinho, the manager, there was a there was a scene where um, one of the players, he was like something was going on. They had lost the game or whatever, and one of the players was getting mad and he was just saying certain things and he was like, "Yo, I don't like when this happens. I don't like when that happens." And the other player, he was like, "Yo, I know you talk about me. I know you're just trying to sneak this. Say what you got to say. Say what you got to say." And Jose Mourinho and the camera goes to him and he's the man and he's just sitting there. And he's not saying anything. He's letting them go back at it. And you know what he said afterwards? He was like, "You know what? That's good." I like to see that it's just there's passion there. And it's like he likes when that comes out because here's the thing. The best thing is, and I'm all that type of person, right? I'm a type of person where, like, yes, if I get into an altercation or a confrontation, I think I'm the type of person, like, I get very, like, whoa, out of there, right? But I don't really mean it. I'm not. I'm a very nice person. I don't mean it in that way, but that's just how I communicate. But then afterwards, once it's done and dusted, like, everything's over, like, so I think that when those things happen, those family settings or friends saying whatever, I think it's because those are it's because those are issues that nobody talked about. And so you see like issues where so that's good because you'll see where the family they got around each other. When that blow up happens, sometimes you look at it and it's like, yo, they talking about some stuff from like fifteen years ago. And then somebody will say something, and you're like, oh, like, you're like, oh, that's how, and it's some, something, and you don't even know what that come from, but that's something from, like, 20 years ago. Like, oh, you remember, sir, when we give you the money for, for um, I'm trying to make yeah. sure I don't say, though, like, <laughs> say something that really happened, like, you know, like, oh, I'm trying to give a, a random example, random example, you know, I want, like, somebody listening, and they're like, what? <laughs> you know? Take some stuff personal. Yeah, yeah, it's like, wait, what? Who are you talking about? No, no, no. Um, like someone like, oh, remember, let me give you the money for um for buy the goat, then you never buy the goat, you buy this and whatever, whatever, right? It's like, and that's something that might have happened 30 years ago. And you're like, whoa. But you see that that was still bothering the person. They had never said nothing about it until 30 years later. But then, right. now it's out. Now it's out in the open. And it's like, all right, boom, either you deal with it now or it's either one or two options can go. Either you, you're going to just not deal with it and we're just going to continue the beef or we're going to deal with it and squash it. It's either one or the other because now that it comes out on the table, now we got to do something about it, right? You, now right. we have to do something about it. And so I feel like those things are good because it's good. You, you're only going to know how somebody feels if they say something. You're only going to know. You're never going to know because sometimes somebody can have some issues with a person and they just keep it inside for all this while or there's an issue, but you're never going to know until something is said, right? So I think in family settings, that's the that's the thing. And and sometimes you have issues where everybody's just acting like everything's okay and then it's not really okay, you know? Yeah, that, hold on real quick. We got an ambulance going by. Yeah, that type of stuff happens all the time it's just that's about, everybody's yeah. family you know it's like everybody's like it's about how you kind of deal with it and how you move forward from it so it's it's just one of those things and i think what happens is everybody's like looking to especially with pictures man and pictures and instagram or you know people see people they're like oh this, this, like this is the perfect family this is the why can't i be like this person or why can't my family be like this person's family or whatever whatever and you don't even realize 
they don't even know that they might be doing doing and dealing with the same stuff you dealing with but exactly. you know you don't see that on picture mm-hmm. you see everybody you see the videos everybody smiling you see everybody together and you're like dang they they look like they got it going on and then yeah. you find out years later you know said so this person and this person have you know malice between each other you're like what you know exactly like you just never know yeah you man. never know it's good when you can like hash things out if there's like an argument like have the argument like and i think that's the thing every and i always used to hear this like no like you know when like older people would say no just let it go for peace sake like no like nothing no peace sake like let it out like let that's because that's the thing people just keep like they just hold stuff in they just hold stuff in and they just hold stuff in and nobody ever says anything and then you know Next thing you know, yeah. boom, there's a big old explosion. Big, big blow up mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff just because nobody wanted to, you know, have a conversation. Yeah, and the longer you don't, and the, here's the thing, and the longer you, like, it gets worse because, like, the longer you don't say anything is the more it's going to get crazier because that time, so imagine, like, there's an issue going on. And you don't say anything for like a couple of months. And then you don't say anything for a couple more months. Then it's like two years, three years, four years. Like you're just like, oh man, I should have said something back then. Then you don't say anything. It's like, okay, I should say something now. And you don't say anything. When you finally do say something three years later, it's gonna be just it's, it's just late. gonna be a bigger, it's like a it's like a volcano. The longer yeah. it's dormant, the more devastating the the, the explosion eruption is gonna be, you know. Definitely, you gotta you gotta nip certain stuff in the butt right when it happens. Because when you let things kind of fester and build up, mm-hmm. you know, nothing good comes of it. True, that's so true. <sighs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's intense. That's intense. But anyway, man, you got anything else to talk about? You got anything else you want to say? I feel like I feel like we just been going. I feel like we started and we just going and we hit some good topics. So we hit some really good stuff. Yeah, uh, it's, it's good. You know, we got this episode done, and you know, just gotta shape up for the next one. Just kind of keep it moving. You yeah, know? Man. yeah, yeah. I'm 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 liking the new format. I'm I, I wonder how the listeners how they are going to, you know, how they going to respond to the new format. I mean, we're just keeping it short and sweet to the point, short and spicy, you know. So, um, you know, I hope you're enjoying the new format that we're doing. Let us know. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if I got anything else to say. I don't, I don't have nothing else, man. So if that's it, we're just kind of wrap up here and we catch you guys next week on the next one. All right, guys. Well, enjoy your week. Stay safe. Uh, stay motivated. Stay out of trouble. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. All right, guys. Have a good one.